Hello, this is Casey with You Are The Limit, here to bring you some great news, some exciting news. If you like what you hear on this podcast, well, do not, and I mean do not hesitate to reach out to me and inquire about me speaking at your event today. I'm running some specials, so reach out to me right now and see what those specials are. I'm talking right now, not tomorrow. Make a decision right now. Info at youarethelimit.com. Info at youarethelimit.com. Act now. Welcome to Mindset Matters, where universal law and law of attraction are exemplified and applied to individuality for self-empowerment. Now, here's your host. You are the limit. Hello and welcome back to Mindset Matters. This is your host, You Are The Limit, bringing you all things spiritual, connecting spirituality with God, with life in general, with universal law, kind of tying everything together. Today on this show, I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. I got a special guest. I kind of alluded to it uh, last week on one of the other shows, but a special guest today with me, Kathy Courtney. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing, and I hope you are too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this discussion. Yeah, so, okay, the reason I'm bringing Kathy onto the show. So, I have done some work with Kathy, and I have been uh, a beneficiary of what she does. And it's absolutely amazing, and it helped me in, you know, what I've been going through and kind of helped me, you know, spiritual-wise. So, today we're going to be talking about Reiki. Am I pronouncing that right, Kathy? Reiki? Reiki? Um, it's Reiki. Reiki. Okay, I just want to make sure we get it right. It's <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So Reiki. Um, and and I've had the benefit of of uh her service as far as Reiki goes, and it's just absolutely amazing. But I think a lot of people just they don't even really know what it is, and they ask me what it is, and I really can't explain it to the fullest. So I'm gonna let the expert here uh explain it. So what is Reiki, Kathy? Okay, so I'm gonna do my best to explain it. Of course. So Reiki or energy medicine or energy work, um, it's a spiritual healing art with its roots in, um, it has a Japanese origin to it. And to break down the two words, Reiki uh, means universal life energy. So it's not affiliated with any religion or religious practice. Um, It is energy healing and it's based on the scientific fact that everything's energy, right? So our emotions, our body, you know, everything's energy. And so there is a scientific fact called entrainment, and it is the tendency for two energetic bodies to link up and vibrate in harmony. So like if you think about a pendulum clock or a metronome, they'll start to vibrate um, at the same rate. So a Reiki healer, would be the person with a higher vibration and then a client or the person receiving Reiki um, would link up with that vibration in the hopes that they will achieve some sort of emotional balance or um, if it's physical healing they need, then that's what they would receive. Um, And it can be done hands-on. It can be done at a distance as well. Yeah. And so I've, I've had the, uh, the benefit of both. I've, um, utilized services from another person who was in person, hands on. Okay. And that was kind of a trip because, uh, like she, you know, she goes over each part of the, the body or your knee and your leg, your arm and stuff like that. Right. 
And at like towards the end, like my leg like violently shook and, and, and she was saying, well, that's things like, you know, getting out, you know, leaving and type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of tripped me out. I was like, well, that's, that's kind of weird, but. Yeah. And it's the, it's the vibration and the energy within the body. So if someone has gone through, let's say trauma or, um, there is some real physical issues that they're dealing with, the energy of that trauma or that health issue tends to get, you know, trapped in certain parts of the body. So when a Reiki healer is sending you healing or is literally laying their hands on you, um, it is to get some of that vibration and that energy moving so that the body can respond in a positive way. And if you think about hands-on healing, it's so um, intuitive and it's so natural for each of us because we're we're we're, made, we're meant to heal ourselves and we're meant to heal each other. So if you think about, you know, let's say you have a headache or a stomach ache, one of the first things we do is just like cup our heads or bring our hands to our stomach or if our child falls down or they're hurting, you know, the first thing we want to do is go touch where they're hurting because it's so natural and innate in us to want to heal because we're meant to be healers. Right. And you know what? The human body is actually a very powerful thing. And I've I've talked about it on my show before. I had another guest on who does the immune system. She's kind of like an immune system uh, expert. And she helps people with like natural natural remedies for immune system. And how do you maintain that? And our bodies are, are amazing. The problem is, is we run at our stress level so high. You know, the daily grind just kind of wears on us and it doesn't allow the body to, to operate at full efficiency. And right. that's where, you know, uh, Kathy comes in and helps kind of move that energy through the body to get it clear so that the, the body could fully heal itself. And, and I've I've experienced that. So, um, right. Let me so let me ask you this. So we talked a little bit about hands on. But OK, so let me just tell you. So so Kathy is in a different state than I am. Um, and she has done the, you know, um, over the phone, we've done a, a zoom call. Everything's done on zoom, even, even like happy hours and stuff. Now. <laughs> I know, that's the benefit, right? Crazy time we live in. Let me tell you. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. Way. It's exciting because you know what, when, when, when we live in the unknown, it's, it great things come from a place of unknown. So, um, that's what we got to remember. I've said it numerous times on the shows and I have to t- keep telling myself that too, because, you know, I'm in the unknown, get uncomfortable and I get all weird, but, um, big changes coming and good changes coming. So anyways, I've accumulated or not accumulated, but I've, uh, attained her services in over zoom call. And so kind of tell us how that works, Kathy. I felt the benefit of it, but how do you explain like being in a different state and, and being able to kind of tune in and heal somebody? So if I were to kind of simplify it, it would be very much like sending someone prayer or praying for someone or sending them good energy. Um, But what I'm doing, it's almost like a hologram of information that we are all um, linked up to because really there is no separation, right? doesn't matter where you are in the world. We are all human. We're all connected to this quantum field of energy, right? So what I am doing is basically um, kind of merging my energy with the person that is seeking out the service. So I'm almost using sort of my own body as a surrogate. So when I am linking up to someone energetically, I am listening to what their body is telling me. I'm listening to where that energy might get 
might be trapped or blocked. I am listening to their energy field. So anything um, that comes up in a session could be about their past to give them clarity about where they are now. It could be a medical problem within the body, or it could be something coming up in the future. So I'm just really tuning into the energy field around that person. And again, it's based on the fact that we are not separated as much as we think we are. Yeah, and that's a trip too. I've I've kind of gone over that a little bit, how we're all connected and, and stuff, but I haven't gone into it in a full depth and detail like you're talking about the whole, you know, quantum field of energy mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And that's what people don't realize. See, we we live in a world where there is separation and, and right. there's not a lot of unity. I mean, but we're seeing everybody wanting change now. We're seeing now everybody's starting to speak up and they want everything to they want to be united they want everything the same um and and i think that's great but as far as the energy goes it it, the unity runs so much deeper than the eye can see um you know energy is real and it's it's something that we obviously can't see with our naked eye but we can feel and i've had the benefit of you know kathy uh doing that type of service so out of state and let me just kind of tell you uh i woke up feeling more peaceful um, cause I did take a nap. I told Kathy, I said, I, didn't, I don't know. She said, what did you feel? I said, I don't know. I took a nap, you know, <laughs> but I woke up feeling so much peaceful or so much more peaceful. I'm so happy to hear. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm linking up to someone, you know, like for instance, if you fell asleep, that's awesome because we actually do our healing work when we're resting. Right. So if you think about muscles, muscles aren't growing when you're actually lifting that weight, muscles are growing when you're resting and it's very much like our energetic body and our physical body. We're healing when we're at rest. And if someone is very stressed or very anxious and they're, they're not giving their, um, or their nervous system and their body's not able to rest. So rest is a huge healing sign, and that makes me happy to hear. Um, when I'm linking up to someone and when I am sending energy, um, sometimes people actually feel the part that I'm working on. So if they have a headache, they'll feel the energy in their head, or if I'm pulled to their knee, they'll feel the energy in their knee. And sometimes, you know, people will get a little emotional when they're releasing, or sometimes people have told me they see colors or images. So it's all different Um ways that each person's going to perceive that energy and feel that energy depending on how sensitive they are to feeling and sometimes people you know it's, it's possible that sometimes people do not feel anything but at the same time they are reaping the benefits um you know the days after things become a little bit clearer for them or they're able to relax um so that makes me happy to hear that you fell asleep <laughs> yeah and and so i've i've had people uh, and, and i'm just gonna be completely honest with you i've had people yeah. do like a reiki type service and say well i didn't feel nothing it's all a hoax it's all this that the other and 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 that's fine but uh what they what they what they then tell me a few days later like what you said was wow, like I had this one issue that was really pressing and, I, and I, I didn't know what to do or whatever. And then a few days later, all of a sudden, just this path opened up for him. And right. I said, so basically where I'm going with that is we may not feel like what Kathy said. We may not feel something right up front or you know right away, but then something that's troubling you opens up because that energy that was stuck is released and it allows you to, to pick up a path or clarity or, you know, something of that nature. But if you're negative and you're closed off and you're blocked, you won't receive that type of healing. 
So exactly. And I just trust the fact that, you know, the energy is going to go where it needs to go and do what it needs to do. So an energy healer, you know, we're not addressing one thing. Whereas if you go to the doctor and let's say you have the flu, right. Or a cold or whatever it is that you go to the doctor for the doctor's job is to address that flu or that cold. Whereas an energy healer, we're not addressing anything. We're, we're really working on the body, mind, and spirit together because there is no separation between that. Right. So we just hold the highest intention for whatever healing um, that client or that person needs at the time because we don't know. We just release and surrender and, and just allow the energy to work with what they need to work with at that time. Well, and see, a lot of the times, too, people need to realize, like, okay, so my remedy for headaches is Motrin, right? You brought up headaches, okay. and I'll use that as an example, but um, that only cures the side effect, right? For having a headache, there comes pain. So that'll, you know, release some of that pain, but it won't release or, or fix the problem that's actually causing the headache. And a lot of the times we're the ones giving ourselves that headache just because of the stuff that we're going through or energy blocked or whatever the case may be. So yes. medication's great. It's good in, in, in some instances, but it also doesn't get rid of the root problem uh, in most cases. So Right, because it starts at an energetic level. So for instance, I've had clients come that have had severe migraines for a while. And a lot of times when I'm tuning into that pain or I'm tuning into that the energy behind it, I'm asking, okay, what where did this start and why is it continuing? And sometimes it's grief, you know, sometimes it's yep. a traumatic experience they had in, a, in their childhood and their bodies just, that's their way of getting the mind's attention. Hey, something's not right and I need help with this certain situation. Now, not every, you know, not every ailment, um, will there be that kind of clarity, but a lot of times, a lot of the pain we hold in our body, there is, a traumatic or emotional or something that changed our life that we're holding on to in certain areas where like stomach is huge, you know, like, like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people get nervous or we get anxious or we start to think of something that happened and then, you know, we get a stomach ache or our shoulders start to hurt when we feel like we have the weight of the world on our shoulders, mm -hmm. you know? So it's all those things that energy healing can really help to relieve. And like you said, it, it's not a cure all. It's not a miracle, but it's something that can really complement any other form of therapy that you're you're using, whether that's medical or, you know, actually going to a therapist. And so for the people that say that their spouses or their significant others are a pain in the necks, that could be real. <laughs> <laughs> you just send you send the part, you send that spouse for Reiki and then it should hopefully it'll clear up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't want to I didn't want to say the other expression. We went with pain in the neck on that one. So that was a that was a good uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So she, so Kathy's brought up some really good points about, and, and I think I love, uh, you know, uh, Reiki just because for me, it's, it's so relaxing. It's so, I always come out of it with something, whether it's a release of something I have a lot of, um, so I have diverticulitis that I got diagnosed with a couple years ago. Well, more than that, I should say. Um, but in the last couple of years, I'm going through my life transition and I've, ha I've been in the emergency room probably, let's see, three times in the last two oh, years wow. or four times um, for the same exact problem. Now, I carry a lot of, you know, stress, a lot of like the stuff that I'm going through in my gut. And, you know, when I get all worked up, it, it's, it seems to flare up. 
So what it is is your 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 the digestive tract isn't working properly and stuff gets stuck and gets infected. So that's just an example of well if something's getting stuck, it's because you know we're not if it's not working properly, it's we're not allowing it to work properly because we're loading it up with stress, with overwhelmness, with all these things we're worrying about, with like what Kathy said, with grief. Some things we don't even know. Like we thought, oh, I didn't cry when this happened to this person or, or you know, my so-and-so passed away and I didn't even cry. I was sad, but I didn't cry. A lot of the times we just kind of carpet, you know, just hold on to that and just carry that around and it causes things within us. And then, uh, you know, months later we, we got these stomach aches or headaches, like you said, and we don't even realize it. Right. So it's, it's crazy. Now, Ricky's Ricky's such a good, I keep calling it Ricky. <laughs> okay. It's, it's such a great topic. And, uh, you know, you have such like great energy. I, I have to ask you like, what, you. how did you get into Reiki? Like what got you into it? Um, so it's kind of a long story, but I'll shorten it. <laughs> yeah, no um, so about, about 10 years ago, my father was ill and, um, he ended up passing away and, you know, whenever you go through like a loss of, you know, a loved one like that, you kind of go into this, you kind of go down this healing journey, right? Or yeah. mine turned into some more of a spiritual journey. Right. Um, and then I had some traumatic experiences in my childhood that kind of came up during that time because there was so much grief and so much sadness um, around losing my father and then, you know, just faced with so many different, different emotions. Um, I had already been meditating for quite a while, so that wasn't anything new to me, and I was always searching. I, I consider myself like a seeker, so my entire life I've always like been really interested in spirituality and natural healing and all those amazing things. Um, and there's a, there's a saying within the Reiki community that says that Reiki finds you, you don't find it, and so I really find that to be true. My one of my best friends invited me to um, a meditation circle, or she called it a meditation circle. And at the time, I think, let me see, I did show up and she didn't show up. So what it was, was a Reiki circle. And I had mm -hmm. no idea what Reiki was, never heard of it, didn't know anything about it. Um, and I winded up getting my first you know, taste of it. And it was so profound for me. And it was such an amazing um, healing experience that it just really drew me in. And from, and the rest is history, I guess I learned it and I've been practicing it for about 10 years now. Yeah. And so you mentioned, uh, you know, stuff in your childhood and, and caused trauma and stuff like that. So one of the episode that I recorded yesterday, it talked about, you know, how, you know, we're basically, a, a lot of us has, ha, everyone's gone through something, right? Everyone's gone yeah. through things in their childhood and received some kind of trauma through their childhood and stuff. So part of my episode yesterday is I was saying we're like wounded children in an adult body walking the earth, you know, and, so and it goes so back like to childhood and people don't realize that. And so, you know, um, you'll have to uh, check out yesterday's episode, ladies and gentlemen, to, to, to hear more about that. But it's it basically like the evolution of spirit, how we evolve into human form and then what happens during childhood. And then now we go to adulthood and we're, and we're expected to fully function with no problems. It's just impossible to do. Right. So I admire how you got into Reiki because I myself are like you. Like I consider myself a seeker. I've always been 
uh, drawn to like, it's funny. My kids make fun of me. Like I'll take them. I'll say, Hey kids, let's go to the bookstore. I'll, I'll buy you some books. And they roll their eyes. Cause they're, they know they're like, we're not going for us, dad. We're going for you. We already know what's going to happen. And I walk out with like eight books. And you know, I get them books. I mean, I, I do what I, what I went there for, right? I got them books, but I walk out with like eight myself or whatever, you know, it, it, that's the dangerous part, but I've always been a seeker and seeking, uh, spirituality and that piece of it, because I always believed that, you know, I was, you know, Catholic, born and raised Catholic, a cradle Catholic, and, you know, been into heavy and religion and stuff. But I've always believed that there was just more to the spirituality piece of it than right. religion and anything kind of like gets into. Um, yes, so sure. I admire your journey. And, and now, so like, how do you, so like, how do you, like, when you went to that circle, did you just know, like, okay, this is me, this is what I got to do, or, like, what, like, what hit you there? That, that... Um, no, it wasn't, it was kind of a gradual thing, so even when, you know, like, with my own clients, I see it's, it's a gradual opening up of understanding, um, so, like I said, I just was really seeking out sort of ways to relieve the grief from losing my father, yeah. and also, um, you know, I was, sexually molested for many years of my childhood and you know I wasn't expecting um the loss of my father to kind of resurface some of those emotions but it really did and so I was just looking for ways to understand myself a little bit more and to really um heal from that because at that time you know I had two children myself and I was not wanting to pass sort of my trauma onto them of course not so um You know, that evening that I had that experience, it was very brief because in a Reiki circle, people don't, you're not really receiving a full treatment. So that evening, I think I just had this release of like energy. Like I just cried and I I slept really well that night after, you know, months of not sleeping well. Um, and so I went back the next week and I winded up not, she, the lady that had the circle wasn't didn't wind up being my teacher, but you know, things started opening up and, um, that's really what started it because I think I, I was, like I said, I've always been into sort of natural healing and spirituality that I really, you know, therapy wasn't really something that I had thought about. Medication wasn't something I thought about, you know, and occasionally people would mention like, maybe you should get on antidepressants or maybe you should, you know, go seek a therapist. And it wasn't that I'm against those things. I just didn't feel they were right for me. So when I went to that Reiki circle, like I said, it was just so profound for me, the feeling that I got and the emotions that I was able to release. I I just really had to learn more. And I really credit it for really helping me to finally heal from not only the sexual abuse trauma, but from the grief of losing my father. And um, I didn't go into it thinking that I was ever going to... um, be doing this with other people or do it, you know, as a quote unquote business or job, but it really went into it to heal myself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And and that's what, it's funny because that's what, when I seek things like that, that's when I start learning the most, you know, when, Mm -hmm. when we go through our pain, you either can run from it, you know, run away and just kind of hide and not really deal with it and just kind of tuck it away. Or when you start dealing with, with pain, yes, it's, it's, it's a painful experience and it's very uncomfortable at times. And yeah, it could lead to like depression and, and certain things like that. But it's also a moment where you can learn a ton of stuff um, about yourself, about your childhood, you know, 
and this, you know, my whole life transition that I'm going through now, it's like I, I it made me reach out and kind of di- uh, dig deeper into my childhood. And because the weirdest thing about it, I've shared this with people is I don't remember a lot from my childhood. Like I have memories of, you know, certain things like happy memories and stuff here and there. But um, I don't really remember stuff like my little brother, like, hey, remember when this happened? I'm like, no, I, I, I don't, you know, and there's just oh, yeah. certain things that I don't remember. And. And I know it's because, um, and I haven't been through, uh, you know, a lot, um, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, what you shared and stuff like that. But I, I had, I just, I didn't feel heard. I was in a household where there's a lot of tension and my parents separated for, you know, a year, year and a half. And it was just the tension. You can cut it with a knife. It was just so thick. And, uh, you know, I'd ask my dad a question or I go to my dad and say, Hey, I miss mom or whatever. And I get yelled at. And I, you know, I took a lot of that on that, that energy and I thought I was doing wrong and it was my fault that they're going through that. So it's like I kind of took a lot of that on and right. it really damaged a lot of me. And then growing up, I always got blamed for everything. So it tied into me feeling like I'm to blame for their being separated and all that other stuff. So it was uh, for me, it was really heavy. It was just a lot of anger and tension that I really just kind of absorbed and took on. And, you know, looking back and kind of doing the research, it's I, I realized how I like I look at how I've been parenting my kids and the, the certain things that I do and I can see a reflection to some degree of what I went through uh, as a kid and I didn't pass on totally everything um, that I've been through but you know I mean there was times where you know yelling and stuff like that was present and and you know I did to them or whatnot but it's it's when you start when you feel that pain when you start doing this kind of you know exploration I guess you can call it you go down the line of, of just your parents and then their parents and then what right. they've been through. And it's just and that's crazy. that's the beauty of it because it's really doing that ancestral karmic healing so that our children and then their children don't have to experience the same. Right. So I think that's the beautiful aspect of healing and having the opportunity to really confront those um, darker parts of us that are sometimes difficult to bring up, but 100% necessary to heal. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you don't want, like you said, you don't want to pass that on to your kids, but you also want to be a good example to them as well and say, you know, it's okay to be a, a broken person with pain. It's okay to be a person who's you know, experiencing, uh, different things and whatnot. So, um, you know, all that stuff, it's, it's okay, but it's also not okay to not heal it and not grow from that experience. Um, and so that's the beauty of it. Like what Kathy was saying is showing them that, that growth, that healing and, you know, and it it helps them heal if, if it was, you know, if they were a part of it as well. So, um, Let me ask you a question that's totally uh, off the topic. Well, not off topic, okay. but it doesn't hasn't not, doesn't to do with what we're talking about. What is the youngest person that you've done a Reiki session on? You have, have you done like a kid? Um, the youngest is about four years old. Wow. How okay? How so? How would that work for? Did were you able to like? How does that work? If you don't mind sharing. Um. So of course the parent is always present, of course. and um, it was in person, and I did not expect this little beautiful child to lay on the table and stay there so I just let them lead and I'm just talking to them and they were talking to me while I'm just sending them energy did a little hands-on and it was beautiful that's awesome that is amazing (laughs) so they obviously they received benefits from I mean even a four-year-old because that just goes to show you that 
you know, we are made up of energy and, and all this yeah. stuff. And that's so cool. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, and this child is actually such a beautiful child. Um, she had gone through a traumatic experience as well. And her the, her foster mother actually brought her to me. And she has fostered other children and will bring them to me occasionally um, when she feels that it'll be beneficial for them. And I think the oldest I had, which I did um, Reiki and a mediumship reading on, um, for, was about 82. Mm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. 82. That's all. And I'm so, I'm so glad that people of that age are even still, you know, because sometimes, you know, people get stuck in their ways and they're, you know, 82 or 80. Like, ah, whatever, you know, that, that's Yeah, stuff, and know. I didn't even realize her age until she told me later. And I was like, this is pretty amazing to you know, still seek out those healing opportunities. And we had a beautiful discussion. And like I said, we did a mediumship reading as well. So it was, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful session. And I, I really did not realize her age until she told me she was 82. I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And now, so she, okay. So Kathy brought up mediumship and I want to kind of switch gears for a second. Um, I've done a, a few sessions with Kathy now and she has brought up, you know, uh, like, so she's brought up stuff in my past, uh, you know, stuff that comes to her and all this stuff. But when you say mediumship are like kind of explain to explain that to people, like, what do you mean? Like when you're working with somebody, like how does that affect or how does that come into play? So, um, I guess going back to my childhood, I've always had a connection to what we would consider the spiritual realm. So as a child, I saw quote unquote spirits, um, loved ones that had crossed over into the spiritual realm. So I've always known that part of myself. Um, so when I'm doing a mediumship reading, you know, medium is just really, I'm in the middle, right? I'm the middleman between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. So if someone comes to me for a mediumship reading, then I am connecting and receiving information from the spiritual realm, whether that's ancestors, loved ones that have crossed over. Sometimes it could be spirit guides. Um, and then I am literally in the middle delivering that information to my client or the person that's sitting in front of me or that's seeking out that service. And see, that's really cool. So just to kind of give you a background on Kathy's service, so uh, how it affected me, like she'll go through and she'll do the healing and stuff. Stuff will pop up and she'll write down notes of, of things that come to her, or things that she's seen or felt, you know, all this stuff. And then she'll write down notes. And then after the whole Reiki session's over, uh, like I, so we're out of state. So after she does that, we hop on zoom, right? So mm -hmm. we hop on zoom and then she kind of just goes over some of the things that came up or that she kind of discovered, uh, in why she's doing the session. So right. I just think it's very beneficial because, uh, for me it brought up, I mean, you know, she said, Oh, military background. So kind of like, okay, Oh, that's my grandpa. That's my uncle. You know, it just, it was cool to kind of like, you know, uh, make those connections and, go down that path and stuff. And some of the stuff that she's told me has been very, very helpful. And it's, you know, some of the stuff, like I even shared with her before, you know, most of the stuff, you know, not most, but some of the stuff she tells me, it's already stuff that I know. It's already stuff that I have inside of me, but I block myself from that information because of just all the stress and stuff that's going on. And we all do it. And then when she right. breaks down that wall, she tells me, oh, yeah, I saw this. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, you know, kind of deal. <laughs> and then she always laughs at me. She goes, oh, my gosh, you're so funny. So. <laughs> and I just think it's so validating for people.
people because like you said you know a psychic or a medium well mediumship is different than psychic information but it's really you know if you think about the word psychic it's because we are reading the soul the psyche right that's what it comes from so it's not information that you don't know but it's information that you do know but sometimes we just need like you said those reminders and if it's coming from someone that absolutely doesn't know anything about you you know because a lot of times people come to me I don't know anything about them and I'm seeing either their past present and you know sometimes a little of their future um it's confirmation for them to know okay I'm headed in the right direction or maybe I'm not headed in the right direction because it's coming from someone that absolutely knows nothing about you right um so that can be super powerful and super helpful and I think you know a lot of times like traditional Reiki um sessions sometimes don't include psychic information or mediumship information but because I think you know that was already sort of I don't want to say gift but the ability that I had since being a child it's something that I incorporate with each with each appointment because I that part of me doesn't shut down so whether it's a loved one that comes through just to let you know hey I'm here I'm supporting you or it's really that information that can really be helpful for you to move forward in your own healing. Now, if someone comes to me for just a mediumship reading, then I am just going to connect with the spiritual realm and see who's here and see what kind of information and validation um, they want to give me. And a mediumship reading, you know, that is proof that once we leave this physical body or this physical realm, our soul continues to go on. Right. So, right. And, and that's what that's about. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's great. So I, I have to ask this question. Okay. Um, so I, I talk about law of attraction on the show and, uh, and all this stuff. So you, you see something in that person's future. Now we all talk about, you know, uh, you know, freedom of, uh, you know, free will, you know, freedom of choice right. and stuff like that. So you see something and I'm just going to throw this out and, and you can give me your input on this. Uh, if you, okay. you see something, but according to law of attraction, if you bring that and say, okay, I saw kind of it going this way. This person said, well, I don't want that. I want this. And if now they practice, you know, manifesting a different path. Like I didn't want that. I want to, I'm going to go on this way. So that's a whole, I mean, it's, it's a possibility that they take that information and say, okay, well, I don't want to go here, but I want to experience this and kind of go a different direction uh you understand kind of what i'm what i'm asking yeah, I think this, I, this may not be the point that you're that you're trying to stress but this is what i'm getting from it um so let's say for instance a strong intuitive or a strong psychic and by strong i mean someone that's done their own healing work and someone that is serving from their heart because it is an ability that they were given to help people um will use discernment with each and every person. And what I mean by that is if we are receiving information that may not be 100% helpful to reveal at that time, you're using your discernment to give them the information in the best way possible, but to leave free will in their hands. Right. So for instance, if I see, um, I'm just going to throw this out there because it's the first example I could think of. If I see somebody may possibly get a divorce, I for, I'm not going to say that, you know, I may say this is what needs to be worked on so that the marriage can, you know, work or get stronger. But if I just come out and say, hey, you're about to be divorced in a month or two, um, one, I don't know that 100 percent. It's what I'm seeing. And if I were to give them that information, what do you think they're going to manifest? Right. 
Right. Because, you know, a lot of times we don't remember what we ate yesterday, but we will forever remember what a psychic told us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so like I said, a strong, loving, um, heart-centered psychic or medium is really going to use their discernment and giving that information to someone because we do have free will, but it is a very, very, very heavy responsibility um, to reveal the information that you receive in a loving, helpful manner. Right, right. And and see, that's what that's what I want to, to kind of put out there is is like it's it's a helpful, you know, manner. It's it's a loving place. It's helping people at the end of the day is what you know to help them not to like she said take you know their power of free will away and and you know that type of thing so i absolutely uh love kathy and her services just because i've received such a helping type energy like from her and and how she wants to just have you know she wants to help everybody um you know (laughs) feel better and stuff it is it's great yeah, and so I encourage everybody who listens to this podcast. Uh, you know, if you want to look up, you know, Reiki and said do your own research, great. But also um, reach you, you if you're thinking about it, reach out to Kathy and and think about utilizing her services because it's it's such a great experience, and I I have gained so much from just talking with her. I think we've done two sessions. I think uh, Kathy two or three. But I've gained so much. So I encourage you, you know, and invite you to, to reach out to her and utilize her services and uh, and all that. So, Kathy, real quick. Um, so how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, so my website is www.kathycourtney.net. I am also on Instagram at Kathy Courtney Medium and on Facebook, Kathy Courtney. Okay, cool. And and I'm going to, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and I'll put the information in um, the description of the, this podcast as well. So you guys can get that information there as well. Um, but yeah, you, you have to reach out to, to Kathy. If you have any questions too, uh, my email is at the, uh, the outro of this podcast, but it's info at youarethelimit.com. If you have any questions for her or for myself, go ahead and feel free to, to shoot those over and we'll get those emails answered and all your questions answered. Um, Kathy, I, you, you are amazing and I really do appreciate you coming on the show and thank you. I'm so humbled by your words and I'm so honored that you asked me to, to come on. I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, so thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. So thank you for coming on the show and we, we value, uh, you being here and stuff. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'm blessed that you, you know, listened in. Uh, I thank you for all the love and support that you have shown me on this show. Thank you so, so much. Kathy, have yourself a a, a great day. And And thank you. Thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear from you. Email me at info at youarethelimit.com or youarethelimit.com at yahoo.com also check out my website for a little bit more information about myself about what i do at youarethelimit.com thank you so much check out my other episodes you can catch me on stitcher overcast itunes Castbox, spotify i'm all over the place thank you so much and god bless